Welcome to the Build Your Life Coaching Biz Podcast, where you get to learn how to become a professional life coach and start an online coaching business from scratch. I'm your host, Krista Kathleen, a professional certified coach and business mentor. In 2016, I got divorced and left my full-time job as a registered nurse and decided to bravely answer my calling of becoming a life coach so I could help to change lives as I traveled around the world. And now I want to help you discover your purpose too. Having the freedom and flexibility to be your own boss and make as much money as you want right from your laptop will be one of the best gifts you ever give to yourself, your family, and the world. In these episodes, I'll give you real coaching combined with proven strategies and spiritual practices in order to help you build your dream coaching business that feels perfect for you. Hello, my coaching friends. Welcome to our free training Tuesday. And I am really, really amped up for this topic tonight. And I have a special guest speaker that's going to be joining us in a minute or two whenever Facebook decides to acknowledge that she's here. And we are in Mercury retrograde, so I have no idea how this is going to go tonight. But hopefully it goes without a hitch. Just so you just so you all know kind of where my energy is, uh, I just got done crossfitting 30 minutes ago and brought my son Lincoln home with me and he decided to have a fit because he couldn't have my protein shake. And then when I left him with his dad to watch him for the next hour, they are now yelling and fighting downstairs. So I'm having one of those mom moments right now that I'm sure our guest speaker Becky can maybe relate to because she has two little ones of her own. So, or if anyone here is parents as well, um, if you have any words of wisdom that you want to say, <laughs> help me to feel better. <laughs> All right, here's Becky. I'm going to go ahead and bring her on camera. Hi, Mindy. Oh, thank you. I am feeling better. The steroids have been helping a lot. I got some IV therapy today. Um, it's my first time trying that and I'm hoping that all the good vitamins are going to help my immune system and never take your health for granted. That is the lesson I've been learning this past month of as I've been navigating all the illnesses. Here's Becky. Hi. Kind of. Hi. Oh, there we go. Hi. Hi. Your hair looks fabulous, and you're absolutely right. Your hair does match my branding. <laughs> Yay. The little wins in life. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see. I'm going to make sure I have my notes here. Okay, so before we get started, um, I want to introduce to you all the fabulous Becky Hunt and why I'm bringing her on tonight to talk about this topic of running a business while managing chronic illness. Um, so before I, before we go that route, the reason that I'm choosing this topic is because there's a lot of life coaches I know who feel called to go into the world of life coaching because they're also managing and navigating certain health issues. 
And luckily there's a lot of flexibility and freedom when running a life coaching business. And so like, for example, I was a nurse for five years and being on your feet for 12 hours and constantly lifting patients up and down, it gives nurses so many back problems and so many injuries. And a lot of times people are required to go on to a profession that's going to be more friendly on your body. And so being able to run your own business from home, gives you um, a lot more freedom to do that when you are navigating bad health. And, and so um, Becky here has her own really big inspiring story. She's going to be sharing with us today of how she's had to overcome lots of different illnesses and is still dealing with some day to day. Um, but she's also accomplished so much in her life as well. Um, and and I'll, I'll say the things I know from the top of my memory that Becky's accomplished and Becky, you can fill in the gaps, but um, you have a vegan cookbook that you've published and it's in bookstores in Minnesota. You gave me a copy of it at the retreat and I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. Um, you started a nonprofit called Cakes for Grace, where you were making cakes for families and little ones with congenital heart defects on their birthdays. Um, you've been in a couple of different direct sales businesses, and now you have your own video editing business. Is there anything else that, and I think you've like run marathons or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm also writing my second book right now too. So a right. memoir. Yeah. Right. Yes. And there's going to be, I know so many more things you're going to work on in the future because you love having new goals to work towards. But yeah, so um, Becky was my private client. Well, still is my private client, but we met, um, I think it was back in 2017 and she reached out to me for private life coaching. And that's how we got started working together. And then eventually she became my video editor and I asked her to come onto my team and I, I needed someone to help me edit my YouTube videos. So um, that's what we do now, but I'd love for you to take over Becky and give yourself a little introduction. Sure. Where do I start? Well, <laughs> I am no stranger to chronic illness. Um, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes at the age of 13 and type one is where you need to inject insulin into your body because your pancreas just no longer provides it. Um, so I've been poking needles in myself since 1999. <laughs> um, and my first daughter was born in 2012 and she was born with a congenital heart defect, um, and had open heart surgery at six days old and spent 82 days in the hospital before she unexpectedly passed away. Um, and after she passed, I just wanted to be in the kitchen baking all the time. Like I, I grew up baking and I went to culinary school. And what? so I think you went to culinary yeah. school. Yes, I did. What? Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, I did. Wow. It was That's actually cool. my, my second degree I went after. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, yes. Um, and then my first daughter was born in 2012 and she was born. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I just wanted to be in the kitchen baking all the time. It, it kind of became like a therapy for me and a place I've, I could like get away from 
everything and grief and I could avoid things for a while. <laughs> and so I did start my nonprofit, um, Cakes from Grace, and I make dream cakes for kids with congenital heart defects and bring them to hospitals and homes all over Minnesota and Florida. <laughs> I brought one to Florida. Um, and it's just my way of still taking care of my daughter, Gracie. Um, and so halfway through my pregnancy with her, I had noticed this mole on my back starting to itch all of a sudden. And I asked several doctors about it and they all said the same thing, that moles change during pregnancy. Um, well, three years later, I go to the dermatologist for the first time for bad winter eczema because Minnesota. Um, <laughs> and he checked all my moles while I was there. They just do that while you're there. And he took a biopsy of that mole and sure enough, it came back cancerous. Um, so I heard, got that phone call that said, hey, um, you have cancer. And um, so I had several surgeries and 24 lymph nodes removed from my armpit um, and two years of treatment at Mayo Clinic for stage three a melanoma. So, um, and during this time I had a two-year-old at home while I was running a nonprofit and working part-time for my church, running their cafe. And after my surgeries, I stopped working at my church because I couldn't lift my arm over my head and treatment made me feel so sick. And through the years, my arm has had issues with lymphedema especially in the colder months now. <laughs> um, it can be mighty painful and has also contributed to my developing of carpal tunnel. So when I'm decorating cakes, um, it gets more and more difficult, um, more and more painful. Um, so I've had to take a little step back with how many cakes I do. And it's really hard because this is my way of still taking care of my daughter and stepping back was just really heartbreaking. Um, I run several different home-based direct sales, like you said. <laughs> I did Beachbody for four years. I did LuLaRoe for a year. <laughs> and um, I did that during cancer treatment. Um, I ran my nonprofit and I wrote and published an entire cookbook um, in less than a year, all on my own. And that was probably the most challenging thing I've ever accomplished. Um, and then in 2020, I started a video editing business. That's when I started editing all of your videos, Krista. And um, that was, of course, right before the pandemic hit, and I was very, very super pregnant with my third baby. <laughs> Fun fact, our kids are only four days apart. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they, Chris? Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, oh, and I had three C-sections, uh, none by choice. 
uh, which has given me terrible scar tissue as well. Um, so this past spring, I was feeling really, really sick again. And I knew something was wrong because I've learned that our bodies communicate with us via pain and discomfort, right? Um, and just like when I had eczema, I found out I have cancer. So I listened to it. Um, I was having heart palpitations, numbness up and down my back and sweating like crazy and no appetite. My anxiety was out of this world and I have never in my life felt so exhausted and I could just barely function and it turns out I had Graves disease yet another thing um, which is an overactive thyroid disease and that's yet another chronic illness I will be dealing with for the rest of my life um, and I was so frustrated and so angry. Like, what more can my body take? Like, what's next? What do I, why do I keep getting sick? And I took this as a sign to rest. <laughs> and rest has never been something I do very well. And I'm an overachiever. I'm always working on something. If I don't have focus on some project, I feel like I go crazy. <laughs> um, but I took this as a sign from God that I, I needed some major R&R. And one thing after another, over nine years, there had to be a reason for it all, right? Like, what is this? Why does this keep on happening? And let me tell you, like, once, once I got on medication for Graves, I started taking depression medication as well because depression was something I never took care of and it was beating me down more than ever. And if you're wondering why I'm talking about depression, it's, it's I mean, grief and depression, that absolutely has everything to do with chronic illness too, you know? Um, so once I started focusing on what I needed rather than what I thought I should be doing, like feeling really tired and drained and just wanting to lay on the couch and watch a Hallmark movie while my kid destroys my house. <laughs> I, you know, I actually did it and it was just what I needed. And, um, you know, I'd wake up the next day feeling rejuvenated and ready to work. Um, and once I started listening to my body and resting when I felt drained, things like shifted and I started to take better care of myself. I started like lifting five days a week because I had some energy too. <laughs> and I lost 15 pounds in four months when I finally started feeling happy again. And my body was responding in a way I had never, never experienced before. And I, for the first time, like, put myself before my work and at the end of the day I still got videos edited I still got my work done but I took it at my own pace and I listened to what my body needed and I started feeling joy again and 
I'm more chill these days. <laughs> that was like my, my focus word for the summer was like chill. Let's just chill back. <laughs> right. Um, and I've, I've started letting the little stuff go and I still hustle when I set my mind to something. And right now I'm writing my second book. Um, it's a memoir about all these battles I've been through and it has been so healing for me. So I guess, yeah, that's my that's story. Is, is that the short <laughs> version or the long version? <laughs> that's a very short version. <laughs> oh, hence why you're writing a book, right? Yes, that's why I'm writing yeah. a book. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you, um, Becky, for sharing that with us and catching us up to speed. And it makes so much sense as to why you also feel called to do more public speaking, be a motivational speaker, because just listening to that story, I'm like, wow, you've been through so many challenges and yet you're still moving forward every day and being an excellent mom and, you know, helping me to make incredible videos every week and still wanting to help the world. And um, so it's incredibly inspiring, motivating. And um, just for, we had a, a couple of new people join. So I see we have Heidi on, we have Sophia. Welcome, welcome. Make sure if you're watching live or on the replay to give us a little shout out, say hello, because um, we do a weekly drawing every week to win a free life coaching session with me. So you have to comment on the video to be entered into winning. And also um, feel free at any time to ask questions as well for Becky. Um, this is also a live Q&A. This is very interactive, so you don't have to just listen. You can participate. Um, so if any questions come up for you, if you yourself are battling with any type of health issues or chronic illness and you want to know more, just ask. This is the place to do it. Um, so that being said, I do have some questions to ask you, Becky. Uh, let me pull up my notes here. I guess my first question would be is like, how do you define chronic illness? First of all, let's start there. <clears throat> Anything and everything that causes you pain and discomfort or limits your ability to do daily tasks for years and well for the rest of your life. Um, so for me, that's grief and PTSD and cancer and lymphedema and type 1 diabetes and Graves' disease. Yeah. Okay. That's a good definition. And then what do you, what would you say is like the most frustrating thing that you have to deal with day to day with chronic illness? Mm, I struggle with <laughs> slowing down. <laughs> um, you know, our, our bodies are smart and it will shut down quite easily when you're stressed to the max, which is what I did for years. And when my graves is acting up and I can't handle the day, my old self would push through and I'd get sicker, right? Um, it's hard to put work down for a few hours or even a day when you're the only person that can do your job, right? <laughs> but when you have a chronic illness, man, you gotta slow things down when things are flaring up. Like not everybody, not every day is going to be super productive, but even if you get one thing done in your bed, 
friend, like you're winning for the day, <laughs> you know? So it sounds like you really have to like adjust your expectations and listen to your body. And there's going to be times and days where you have to slow down and you have to step back. And I can imagine mm -hmm. that is so incredibly frustrating. You know, if you identify as a type A person or you're a real go-getter and you've got so many things to get done. And um, I like what you said when you were talking earlier, I've learned to put myself before my work versus your entire life. It was the other way around. Mm -hmm. Yep. It was always me and then my kids and then, oh, sorry. It was always my kids, my work. And I was always like the last thing on the list, you know, like the afterthought. Yeah. We're, we're not elk afterthoughts. <laughs> no. We're the first thought. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So my next question for you is I know a lot of life coaches struggle with this um, when they work one-to-one -one with clients. And um, I don't know how much one-to-one -one work you've done, Becky, but I, I know we were talking about this earlier and you said you would have things to speak about this mm -hmm. and you're getting ready to hire a new client and you know that it's a day-to-day -day type of thing. You don't know if you're going to wake up with migraines or you don't know if you're going to barely be able to get out of bed. And if you have a full roster of client calls, that's going to, it's going to be a shit show, right? And you're going to feel bad and you have to let down these paying clients and you have to reschedule and cancel. And you don't want to be flaky. And so kind of like, what is your advice on kind of the best way to navigate that with like being true to yourself and also being upfront and honest with your client and boundaries and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say you have to be open with your client. Like you, if it's something that is affecting how you're able to coach your client or show up in front of them, tell them about it. <laughs> like say something like, Hey, so I'm doing this meeting from my bed in my pajamas because I'm dealing with a lot of joint pain today so if you want to put your jamas on too uh you're certainly welcome to you know just invite them into that or if if you're if you're somebody that you feel like you need to keep a professional um and you can't wear your pajamas to work um you don't have to apologize uh, you just explain as much as or as little as you like. And if it's a situation where you just can't sit up out of bed and you don't want to be seen, maybe you just tell your client, hey, let's chat over the phone today. And, you know, just leave it at that. Um, you can cancel, but you don't have to. Um, and you know, if you feel you need to explain and you're still showing up for them, that I think says a lot about you as a coach too. Like you're, you're human. You're right. a human. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love those answers. Um, something that I was working with on a private client with a private client as well that was dealing with chronic illness um, was 
honest. Yeah. Being, I like what you said, being upfront and honest right from the start. And so I advised her when she was having her sales calls with her potential clients to, yeah, be honest where she was at in her health and to also like kind of have like her own sick policy. Um, so I think we had come up with like the morning of, uh, a, a client call, she would reach out to her client and say, this is how I'm feeling today. I feel confident mm -hmm. we can have the session. Um, or if she wasn't, she would ask, she would give them enough notice to be able to reschedule. And then the, you know, the client was aware that, okay, I know my coach is going to be reaching out and kind of letting me know how she's feeling. And then that gives some wiggle room and flexibility there. So I think it's just like yeah. another form of boundaries and honest communication, which can go mm -hmm. so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever felt like people were judging you when you would have to tell people like what you were experiencing or if you felt like you had to cancel or reschedule due to not feeling well? Oh, yeah. Like I uh, first, like I have a hard time saying no or canceling like at all, <laughs> period, because I made a promise. I said I was going to show up and, um, but the more I've practiced saying no and being true to myself and how I was feeling and listening to that, like at the end of the day, you can reschedule and it's going to be okay. And, um, if they don't understand, that's their problem. It's not yours. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, something that I can relate to, and I know you can relate to being a mom as well, is um, getting near the end of my pregnancy and still, I was still launching new things in the third trimester. We launched our second public <laughs> speaking academy. And then um, I took about two weeks off for maternity leave and then started working away right away again because I don't like taking too much time off from my business and I had to be super honest with my clients of where I was at because um, I feel like pregnancy is kind of like a chronic illness in mm -hmm. a way um, mm -hmm. right like your body goes through so many changes and everything is so unpredictable day to day and then you're trying to learn a new role and so yeah I was honest like with my pre-existing clients of the changes that were going to be happening and what to expect. And then when I was interviewing new clients after becoming a new mom, I would say things like, Hey, just so you know, I do have a newborn. I might have to breastfeed on the call. You won't see anything. Or if you're uncomfortable with that, we can do an audio call. Um, but when the baby's got to eat, the baby's got to eat. That's just going to, how it's going to be the next six mm -hmm. months. Um, and then, yeah, I said things like, I'll probably be doing my calls from bed because I'm still resting and recovering. And like when I had those conversations with my clients up front, um, they were really understanding. And, it's, and it was because I trusted myself. And I think that's the biggest thing is that when people are working with us, they're, they're feeling lots of different emotions. So if we can come from this place of like, I trust myself, do you trust me? And do you trust this container? Mm -hmm. um, then it makes it so much easier moving mm -hmm. forward when there's life stuff that comes up. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember, um, 
when you were getting ready to have Lincoln and I was getting ready to have Maisie and we're like, okay, are we going to give ourselves time off? <laughs> and we're like, okay, how, how long? Like a week, like, <laughs> you know, two, I think we ended up taking two weeks off okay. from like YouTube videos and such. And, um, yeah, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to slow down. It's hard to take yeah. time off. But yeah. at the same time, like life is crazy. Life's a shit show. And whether mm -hmm. you're having babies or you're getting unexpected diagnoses and illnesses, the show goes on yeah. at the end of the day. And you still have to show up. Mm -hmm. You still have to show up. And so it's like, yeah, finding this balance of how do I take care of my clients and show up for my business, but also showing up for myself and my family as well. Mm -hmm. And um, eventually, yeah, you learn how to do that. But in the beginning, it's, it can be rough. Yeah. Yeah. Being a mom and a yeah. business owner. Yeah. <laughs> As and is, and then throwing chronic illness and pain and it's, it's hard, but if, if you're not going to show up, like nobody else is nobody else is going to show up for your business. Um, I refer to like my workouts a lot because I love working out. Call me crazy, but I've grown to love it. And when I'm lifting, when I'm pushing myself and lifting really, really heavy, I will be lifting something in a way that I've never done before. And it's a huge challenge for me. And all I can think of is I can lift this friggin' weight. I've, I've got cancer. I did all these things. This is just a dumb bell. <laughs> like, I can lift this. I can do this. And like if you need, if you need some empowerment and you want to feel that way, pick up some weights <laughs> and toss them around. Like I, I highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah. And that was going to be one of my questions for you is how do you feel like maybe going through all these different chronic illnesses has actually made you stronger and made you a better business owner? Um, whoops. Well, with, um, my lymphedema for a long, long time, I couldn't lift my arm above my head and look at me now. The only reason I was able to do that is from weight training, from lifting, from moving my body, even if it was just a walk. Um, and I feel like in business, it, it can, it can ebb and flow and with chronic illness, you can just be down for a day. Um, but if you push through and you show up for work, you show up for your clients, you're going to get used to that. Your, your arm's going to get used to lifting above its head again in a new way. 
you're going to be able to get to know your body in a new way and work in a new way that is efficient for your chronic illness. Like you just have to adapt and kind of go with the flow for a while until you figure it out. And every day is going to be different. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, what I'm hearing is everything you've gone through has made you stronger. Mm-hmm. And um, the probably the small things don't feel so tough anymore because you've been through really big things and it kind of shifts everything mm-hmm. into perspective. Yeah. With my last, with my Graves diagnosis this past brain, like, oh, it shut me down and it took me by surprise. And... I thought it was out of the woods like I'm cancer free and I have these healthy babies and I feel great and then I don't anymore and Graves has was kind of like that last thing to really put me where I needed to go Um, it's kind of like when you're in a mindset of like, I'm good, I'm good. Like I had all this crap happen to me and I'm good now. And then another disease comes and another illness comes and it's, it sucks. It sucks so much. And it's unfair and it doesn't make sense. And I don't know that it ever will completely make sense, but I will tell you that these things, these chronic things have melded me into this person that I am right now. This person that is bold and this person that is brave and is vulnerable and like speaks up like my favorite thing to do is like speaking my truth and saying the things that nobody else talks about and saying the thing that you know every other mother is thinking but isn't saying Mm -hmm. you know and I would not be this Becky without going through all the things Becky had to go through. And um, I'm sure down the road, like I'm only 35, down the road there's going to be more chronic things that happen as we get older. I know that. It's coming. But I'm a warrior. And not today, Satan, right? Like... No, not going to have it. I, you can fight it. You can fight it. You can fight it. You can fight it. And yeah, don't think anything else because you're not dying today. I'm going to say you're not dying today. You're not dying right now. Um, there's still tomorrow and people still need you world still needs you absolutely 
And you are the boldest, bravest Becky I know out there. And you are speaking <laughs> my love language of sharing your truth with the world and talking about those things that nobody else is willing to say, hence why we get along so well. Yes. <laughs> and um, I kind of, I like what you said too, of like, there's going to be more stuff that the future throws your way, my way, anyone who's watching this, there's always going to be health challenges that come up. Um, we're not perfect, right? No human being mm -hmm. is and our bodies break down and we get sick and everything. Um, but also something I like to remember too, is that when you have your own business, you are the CEO and you are the boss. And that's the reason we start a business is for that flexibility mm -hmm. and that freedom. And if you have to take time off, if you have to slow down, which I know that you did, you know, after mm -hmm. you found out about your grades and you said, okay, I'm not giving up. I, this is my calling. This is my dream. I'm not giving up, but I'm going to slow down a little bit. I'm not going to take on as many clients right now in the fall. I'll see where I'm at and we'll go mm -hmm. from there. Um, so I think that also that's really important to remember too, is we don't have to give up on our dreams and our goals. Um, but it is okay to slow down. It is okay to step back a little bit. It doesn't mean that we're going anywhere. It doesn't mean that we're, we don't, you know, care about growing our businesses and taking them to the next level. Um, so I just think that's also really important to add is that it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be black and white. Mm -hmm. it, doesn't even, it doesn't have to be that I'm sick and I can't be successful and make money and help people. You can have both, but you just, you really do have to find that balance and navigate the the balance between the two and only truly you at the end of the day can define what that looks like for right. you. Right. Right. You're the boss. You're the boss. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, so be the boss. Be the boss. Didn't I give you a sign that said boss babe or something? Yeah, it's way, way over here. <sighs> boss babe. Boss babe. Yep. I want to <laughs> remember that she was the boss and she yes. gets to make her own hours and rules as long as she doesn't give up on her business. Right. That's not an option. <laughs> yeah. Is there any last things you want to add before we start to wrap up? Oh, um, so like one thing that has helped me the most is having a routine and having like time for it. It's hard, like, especially as moms to have alone time to have time to just work on you. And we say this all the time that, oh, you got to put yourself first. You got to put yourself first. You got to take care of you. You got to love you. How do I do that as a mom? And my answer is like, make the time. I get up a full hour and a half earlier than everybody else in my house. I have a 20, what, 21 year 21 month old and an eight year old at home and, and a really, 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 really big tall eight year old. <laughs> and, um, AKA well, your husband. AKA my husband. <laughs> yes. So, um, <laughs> I hope he never listens to this. <laughs> Sorry, Shani. Um, no, I think everybody here gets yeah, it. I get yes, it. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I, I get up 
before everybody else, 5.45 a.m., my alarm goes off. I get up. I put my workout clothes on. I ha put together my pre-workout drink because I don't drink coffee. And I drink it while I put my headphones in and dance in front of my bathroom mirror. And I've been doing this <laughs> for the last few months. And I haven't missed, I mean, I've missed a day or two and it was not a good day. But I started my day off on a positive note and I danced for myself and nobody else. And I did it in front of a mirror. I did it with my headphones on. Nobody could hear, he hears me, nobody sees me. And I cannot do my own little thing. And it actually it lifts me up, it builds me up, it makes me feel powerful and sometimes cool and I know that I'm weird but it's okay <laughs> because it's just me and then I go down in my basement and I lift heavy things and then I shower and then the rest of my house wakes up and I got to do all that just because I woke up an hour and a half before everybody else I made that time for me and that's that sacrifice when you wake up that early yeah. um but i'm used to it now and it's my routine now and when i'm away from home and i don't have that routine like i'm kind of bumming like it's just not the way i like to start my day so routine yeah. Get a, get a routine that works for you and carve out the time for you. 100%. And you know, I just made a YouTube video on the billion dollar morning routine and yes. I've been trying to implement it recently. And wow, yeah, it absolutely does make a big difference with your mindset yeah. and your outlook on your day. And um, I can imagine if you start your day every day being like, I'm sick, I'm tired, I feel like shit, I feel awful. Yep. Like, it's going to be so much harder to run your business, your, mm -hmm. run your business and take care of your illness mm -hmm. with that mindset, no matter, I mean, even though I know you're feeling it, you're in the thick of it. So uh, I love that you shared this last piece of advice of like, for you having that positive morning routine has been so important. And I can imagine too, if someone's watching this and maybe they're like, but I'm so tired and I need all the sleep I can get. You can lay in bed and still have a morning routine, right? Yep. Like there's, there's going to be times just like I, when I was, right after I was diagnosed with Graves disease, right? When I was after my surgeries, there's going to be times where you, you can't do that. So come up with a new routine. Maybe you read out of a motivating book, inspiring book, open up your Bible first thing in the morning, like, Come up with a new routine and, and routine, just having one is helpful, mm -hmm. you know? And as we know with moms, when our kids get off their routines, shit goes cray cray. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing for adults. adults it's the same thing. Routine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much, Becky, for being here today. And where can people continue to follow you after watching this or listening to yeah. this? Yeah. Well, I'm, I am on Facebook, um, but I hang out mostly on Instagram. And my handle is I'm Becky Hunt. I am Becky Hunt. Um, and you can find my book on Amazon. It's called Vegan Morning, Noon, and Night. And it's all vegan, all whole foods, all gluten-free, and it's not just for vegans. <laughs> it's real. Their recipes are I've started making them the past. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so please follow Becky on Instagram. We'll drop her handle in the comments and in the show notes. And uh, please purchase her book. And um, also, I know that Becky and I will be doing future trainings as well, um, probably around video editing and YouTube, because that is also one of her expertises as well. She's so good at, and she has her own fabulous YouTube channel as well. Becky is so fun to watch. Um, she has an incredible vlog and, and shares so many things from her, what she's working on in life and what she's going through each day and all her passion projects. So you got to follow her on YouTube as well. Uh, but thank you again for being here. And thank you, Becky, for making my videos so pretty and so professional. <laughs> I would not have the business I do without you. Yay. You're welcome. My pleasure. Yeah. All right, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And um, if you know anyone that is struggling with chronic illness and also trying to become a life coach or build an online business, make sure to share this with them or tag them in this video so they can hear this important message today. All right, everyone. Sleep well. Good night. And I'll see you all next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope that you found it valuable. And if you haven't already, please feel free to leave a heartfelt review so other life coaches can easily find this podcast too. And if you're ready to start coaching people and get paid to do the work you love, then come check out my newest online membership, Find Your First Paying Client. In this membership, I'll help you to quickly figure out where your first coaching client is going to come from, and you'll also get access to the Life Coach Starter Kit, which gives you all my tools, forms, and templates I use to run my own life coaching business every day. So head on over to my website at buildyourlifecoachingbiz.com forward slash membership, where you can join today.